0: Pastor Mike here. Thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time today. Uh, If you haven't already, I'd love for you to sign up for our daily email. It's a great way to start the day. It's the way that I start my day. (laughs) And it's a way to bring God's word straight into your inbox first thing in the morning. Uh, My teammates at Time of Grace do a fantastic job of giving you video and written devotions, blog posts, podcast episodes, and the occasionally fun and quirky social media posts. And all of it's to encourage you with God's amazing word. Just go to timeofgrace.org to sign up today. Can a person who says they believe in Jesus but never goes to church still go to heaven? Someone recently asked me that question at our church's Q&A Sunday, and it sparked a memory in my mind. When I was a young pastor, I was teaching this teenager in our church's Bible class, and we got to the commandments and the Christian life. We talked about church and all the benefits and the things that the Bible said. She's an amazing student. She got all the answers right on my test. She like, knew what the Bible said about the importance of church and gathering together around God's word. Uh, but her mother didn't. Often for huge stretches, not just like a Sunday or two, but months upon months upon months, I went not see this family. And when I tried to talk to mom about it, things got a bit emotional. She said that her faith was fine. I could see her daughter in the side who had just aced the test and maybe knew what God said about it. And this mom asked me the question, do you think, this was her quote, do you think I'm a worse Christian because I don't go to church? So if you had a Bible in your hand, how would you answer that mom's question? Well, church attendance is a little bit complicated, so forgive if this isn't a two-minute video. We know that there are a lot of people who would love to be in church but they can't. I can think of people in nursing homes who used to go to church and they miss it so much. I can think of people with severe disabilities or situations where they have to be at home. Like they would ache and love to be by our side and sing praises to Jesus with us, but they can't. And I wouldn't want any of you in that situation to feel guilty or bad. You love the house of God and the people of God, but just something in life has happened. And I also have lots of compassion for people who've been really hurt or they're really scared and they're watching at home and they haven't taken that step just yet. I know at our church, we have dozens and dozens of people who say, I've been watching for months at home. I grew up in church, had a really bad experience, but then someone sent me this link and I've been watching online and I I love those stories. Some people have had really hard sometimes sinful sometimes traumatic experiences with church leaders and so they're cautious about jumping in i i would have tons of empathy and patience for that but maybe for the sake of argument let's uh, let's think about that mom that i was talking about it's not a disability it's not an injury it's not an experience it's just i'm i'm fine i, I don't need that i don't need to go into a building to think that I'm close to God. I pray, I trust that Jesus forgave my sins. I don't go to church. Is that okay? Or as the questioner asked, can you believe something like that and still be a child of God who goes to heaven? Well, let's let this passage set the tone for us. Hebrews chapter 10. Um, the author of Hebrews is speaking to fellow Christians about the value of Jesus, that he gives us the presence of God. And then In the middle of the chapter, he says this. Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. Verse 26. If we deliberately keep on sinning after we've received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. What do we learn from those verses? Maybe the most obvious one is don't give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. Apparently 2,000 years ago, some people had the habit of not gathering together. They did their own things spiritually. <laughs> and the author says, well, no, let's not do that. Even though some people do that, let's stay in touch with each other. And then the author gives us some reasons why. Let's consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. All right. so if you're just like watching at home, you're never connected to a spiritual community, I would say the point of Christianity is not just, I have faith in Jesus, I'm going to go to heaven. Another point of Christianity is good deeds, is loving people sharing your faith, being the most patient, kind, empathetic, courageous, compassionate, truthful, loving, forgiving person that there is. I have a hunch like me, like all of us, you need lots of help with that. You need encouragement to that, to keep trying, to keep going. You have blind spots someone's got to point out. You get discouraged and you need someone to put courage in you. You need someone to teach you, help you, bless you. But here's the thing, if it's just you, if you don't have a regular opportunity where the book is opened and we can encourage each other and spur each other on to put this into practice. Well, then is your faith worse? hmm Is my faith worse because you're not there? hmm I think as a pastor, the impact that people like you make, I think of the people who get connected to Jesus and they say, what impacted them wasn't the music or my sermon. It was the people who were kind to them. Listen, it's hard to be kind to a person in church when you're not in church. I think of the impact of our small group ministry, where people encourage each other and call each other out and forgive each other in Jesus' name, how that is a catalyst moment to grow in love and good deeds. But if you're not gathering together with them, you can't do that. Now, maybe you don't start worshiping the devil and give up on Jesus and his cross, but there is something that is worse, that is inferior about such faith. I'll put it bluntly. If you have the ability to gather together with other people and you're not because it's inconvenient or it costs you time or energy, that's selfish. You're just thinking about you. You're not wisely thinking of you because you're naive that you need more help than you think to be like Jesus. Your faith is less and our faith is less. That's a selfish choice to make. And it's why throughout the Bible, God was always in favor of organized religion. Not corrupted religion, not man-made religion, but in Old Testament and New through the prophets and the apostles, the churches of the New Testament letters, Jesus himself, never, never, never did God want someone to independently worship him, always in the community within the church. And maybe that's why there's this pretty serious threat. If you deliberately keep on sinning after you've received the knowledge of the truth, don't push God away. Don't push his word away and don't push his people away. Some of you are watching this video and you've given up on church. Maybe someone sent you this video, your mom, your dad, your friend, your brother, because they, they miss you, they want you by their side. Let this be God's clear message to You You can come home. We'd love to see you. God would open his arms with grace and forgiveness. time to come back and organize your faith, just like Jesus and the scriptures tell us to do.